السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على عبد الله ورسوله محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين My beloved brothers and sisters Allah Almighty has created this world for us هو الذي خلق لكم ما في الأرض جميعا It is he who has created everything that is on earth for you Whatever is on earth is for the benefit of mankind. If you take a careful look, we were created from soil, from dust, from clay. All of those are different levels of creation. If you are mixing the dust with water, you will get some clay and so on. Then Allah Almighty decided that everything you find on earth, you will transform it from one to another in terms of creation. But... you will not be able to create something from nothing. When Allah wants to create, He says, be and it is. إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونُ فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ The last verse of Surah Yasin. Allah says, indeed, His instruction, meaning the instruction of Allah, when He wants to create something, is simply be. Kun. And it is. So glory be to the one who owns entire kingdom and everyone shall return to Him. That's the last verse of Surah Yasin. Powerful. So Allah creates from nothing. We Do we create? That's a question. Or do we just invent? What do we do? If a human being says, I created this, look at it. What they mean is, I took the creation of Allah and I transformed it from one to another in terms of the format or the way it is. For example, look at someone who says, well, I created the motor vehicle. No, you didn't. You might have invented it. But creation, all that is used, you got it from the earth. Somehow, the leather is from the cows, the steel, the metal is from the mines, which happen to be in the mountains. And Allah says, He put it there. There is a whole surah called Surah Al-Hadid, speaking about the steel and the metal and so on. Allah speaks about all of this. So Allah gave you the brain to drill so that water comes out. So you have a borehole. You can't say, I invented the water, I created the water. No, you might have invented technology that resulted in you getting to the water, but you are not the creator from nothing. That's the difference. Once we've understood the difference, we will realize that nothing on earth has value in the eyes of Allah. Nothing. A hadith I mentioned in the past, and I want to repeat it again because it is superb. It is superb. And let me give you an introduction to the hadith. You know, if you are to catch a flight, you drive to the airport, mashallah, you get to the airport, you jump onto the aircraft, and what happens thereafter, subhanallah, you take off. When you take off, you start noticing things becoming smaller and smaller, right? As they become smaller, you can barely see the cars and the buildings, and there comes a point when you cross 20,000 feet above sea level, and you can barely see the buildings, And then you go beyond that to 40 and you can see nothing. But in that nothing that you can see, there is something. 
In that nothing that you can see, there are 50,000 people, each one thinking he's the boss. Each one having his own perfume and clothes and everything else and accessories. And each one having a motor vehicle and a house perhaps and family members and feelings. And each one having the eyes. Yet Allah says, you know what? If you look at that, you yourself cannot see it. That's how insignificant it is. The only thing you need to do is come a little bit lower and things become bigger for you. So Allah is the greatest and the highest for him. It's nothing. The hadith says, and this is the hadith I was introducing. If everyone from the beginning of creation to the end of creation were to ask Allah Almighty for every single thing he or she wanted and Allah were to give you every single thing you ever wanted, it would not decrease from the kingdom of Allah except that which is equivalent to the water that is displaced from the ocean when a needle is dipped in for a moment. That's it. You dip a needle into the ocean. How much does it displace? Zero. Allah says, well, from the beginning of mankind to the end of mankind, if I were to give every one of you every single thing you ever wanted, it would not even displace that much of mine. How do you know? I can tell you today, we can understand it because of technology. You go up to Mars. You go up to closer to the sun or wherever else you might want to go. You won't even see the earth, the whole earth. You won't even see it. Subhanallah. And in that earth, there are billions of people. Each one thinking he's the king. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. أولم يرى الإنسان أن خلقناه من نطفة فإذا هو خصيم مبين. الله أكبر. Does man not see that we created him from a droplet of semen? Now suddenly he comes up. As an argumentative human being, who does he think he is? Allah says, you are created from zero. Your value is with your connection with Allah. Nothing else. Nothing else. The most honored from amongst you by Allah is the one who has the best relationship with Allah. Brothers, sisters, don't be lazy to pray. Don't be lazy to do what Allah has asked you. Life is too short. We will regret the misdeeds and the bad deeds. We've done something in the past that is not good. You can change it. You can seek forgiveness. Allah will wipe it out. He loses or gains nothing by doing that. He will wipe it out. But turn to Allah. It's better for you. It's better for you. If you knew, it's better for you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us steadfastness and make us strong. Amin. My beloved brothers, my sisters, everything is created for us. Does it mean we must waste it? Indeed, those who are wasteful are the brethren of the devil. And the devil is very ungrateful to Allah. Ingratitude shown to Allah. That is the devil. Kafur. Kufr means disbelief. But it also means ingratitude, ungratefulness. So remember, Allah says when you waste things, anything, you become a person who doesn't care for the rest of mankind. And that is a problem. When you care for mankind, you are a true believer. You understand Allah made me for me to have a relationship with him. I need to respect the rest of the things he made. They are special to him. If they weren't, he wouldn't have made them. Imagine your company has a logo, right? And a man who loves you a lot, when he sees that logo, what happens? He becomes excited. That's my friend's business. Subhanallah. That is my friend's business. Agreed? 
Yes. So every creature has a logo. We can't see the logo, but we know it means Allah created the creature. You really love Allah, you'll be happy. That's the creation of Allah. Allah says, from among the creatures of Allah, those who have sound intellect are the ones who sit and watch the rotation of the, the sun and the moon and the movement of the day and the night and the creation of the skies and the earth. They watch it and they look at it and they ponder over it and they say, Oh, our Lord, you have not created all of this in vain. Glory be unto you. Glory be unto you. Brothers and sisters, look at the creatures of Allah, the trees we have. Today we speak of global warming, climate change. People say Islam said nothing about it. You are far from the truth. Islam has told us that you can earn paradise by planting a tree. What does a tree do? Wallahi, it will save you from the negative effects of the environment and climate change and global warming and whatnot. The million tree challenge and the billion tree challenge, where did it come from? Wallahi, it came from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So much so that he says, anyone who plants a tree will receive a reward every time someone has benefited from its shade or its fruit or anything to do with the tree. Little did we know that it sucks in the carbon dioxide and it gives out the oxygen and it actually will protect you from the negative effects of so many other things. Where did it go? We have thrown it away. How many trees did you plant? Ask yourself today. You who is listening to me, be it now or later, or me, how many trees have I planted? Can you not set yourself a challenge to say, I'm going to plant a hundred trees a year? Do you know why? Listen very carefully. Look at the tree in your yard. Look at the tree in the yard of this masjid. How long is it here for? Wallahi, it will outlive you 10 times. If your life was 70 years, the trees will live for 700 years. If you planted it, you will get a reward hundreds of years after you've died. It's called a sadaqa jariyah. It's called a sadaqa, a charity that continues in reward for you even after you've died because that's what happens. So plant trees. Some of us are trigger happy. We see a tree, we hate it. Chop it off, chop it down, relax. Think of global warming, think of the others. There was an old man once who took his grandson and said, grandson, come, let's go, my son. I want to show you, let's plant some mango trees. So the grandson started laughing. He said, granddad, you're 80 years old. You want to plant a tree now, you're not going to see a mango. He said, that's the reason why I called you. Because the mangoes we enjoyed, the trees were planted by my grandfather. You see, you understand. So today when we see the ecosystem, don't think, don't worry. By the time it gets very hot for everybody else, I'll be dead. I'll be gone. Subhanallah. You want to save yourself from another type of heat on the day of judgment. Then you need to worry about the rest of the creation of Allah. Allah will continue to help a slave for as long as that slave is helping others. How can you help others? Not just a short-term assistance, long-term. You can help them for years on end by planting trees. 
And it's only one thing I'm talking about. Another thing, remember not to destroy the ecosystem. You want to start up a fire. Think of why you're doing it. You don't just go and destroy the ecosystem. Not at all. You don't contaminate the water because of the fish and because of the marine life and because of the usage of that water that some people may need at some point. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ says, you do not pee into water that is flowing, subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Imagine he mentioned it, that's why I'm speaking about it in the masjid. Otherwise, we wouldn't want to speak about peeing and so on. But he said it, it's an honor to repeat it. Similarly, there is a weak narration that states that when you're on a river that is flowing and using it to wash yourself, don't waste water. Although the narration is weak, we learn a lesson from it because at least it is the statement of some older people and generations that were close to the Prophet So don't waste water even if you're upon a running river. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. All this has come about from Islam. But where are the Muslims? Subhanallah. We should be hurt and we should be feeling the concern that is being felt across the globe for global warming and for the climate change and so on. You feel it and I feel it in this beautiful country of Zimbabwe. We've had some of the best weather in the world. It's a hidden gem. People don't know and they don't realize. Ask those who live in hot countries when they've come here how beautiful it was. We who were born here will tell you these are the hottest years in our lives. We've never ever tasted this much of heat. Subhanallah, something is going amiss. I'd like to think it's part of the nuclear testing and all the bombs that are being rained upon people and places and the testing and so on. That perhaps generates more of this global warming than anything else in existence. Unfortunately, no one talks about that because it doesn't suit the big countries to do that, right? But in reality, the little that we can do about it to conscientize people, we don't want warfare, we don't want bombings, we don't want killings, we don't want nuclear weapons at all. We need to get rid of all of them. If it's not good for one, it should not be good for anyone else. That's the reality. How can it be good for some and not good for the others? May Allah protect us. So my brothers, my sisters, not only that, but when it comes to other ways of destroying the countries, or should I say the climates of the nations, and it's actually the globe. We need to be careful. We should be starting to think about moving away from fossil fuel. It's a fact. Starting to think about it so that at least by the time the next generation comes in, we would have done something about it. It's part of our duty. We come to the masjid, myself included, I'm guilty. We drive a vehicle. How many in the car? I'm alone because we can afford the car. It's no longer about affording the car. May Allah forgive me and forgive all of us. Like I said, I'm also guilty. I need to do something about it as well. Are you prepared to come two or three? All of you are going to the same place at the same time, but you want to use a different vehicle. Do you know the fumes and the emissions and so on? You can save. We're going to need to start riding bicycles at some point. We used to in the past. We had a small period of time when we enjoyed cars. Now people will tell you start riding a bike again. Walk. Yesterday we were speaking to someone, they were saying, you know what, I feel a bit unhealthy. I said, walk to the masjid five times a day, see how you feel, subhanallah. And what does the Prophet ﷺ say? Give good news to the ones who walk to the masjids in the darkness of the, of the nights, of a complete nur on the day of judgment. Wow, may Allah grant us ease. I know that reward will be achieved even if you came with the vehicle, but let's think about it. I am mentioning it here today simply because I'd like to generate a concern. I'm guilty too. I won't lie to you. You know it. Because we can do much more. 
But let's start talking about it. Saving the ecosystem. Don't just start a fire. Think about it. You're buying a vehicle instead of going for a massive engine because you can afford it, etc. Calm down a little bit. May Allah grant us ease. I know you're nodding your head. You're probably saying, look at the vehicle you drive before you talk to us. But I'm talking to myself to begin with. My brothers, my sisters, we are Muslims. Care for the ecosystem. Care for the environment. Remember, if you save water, you're a good Muslim. If you plant trees, you're a good Muslim. Look at what Pakistan has done, for example, amongst other nations. They have... They want to have the billions of trees and they have started it and it's working. Subhanallah, it's working. Have you thought about it? How many trees do we plant? But look at the wood we use. We use more than we've ever given back. So what's going to happen? There's going to be a disaster and a problem at some point. Let's start thinking about the coming generations. Obviously, I'm not an expert on the environment, but number one, I'm a Muslim. Number two, I'm a citizen of the globe just like you are. So we need to think about it, talk about it, conscientize each other about it, read about it, find out about it, and ask yourself, what am I doing? And if you start today, you will be happy in a few years. Allah will grant you success and Allah will grant you goodness. And when you get to the day of judgment, like I said, Wallahi, there will be a sadaqa jariya, charities that will be waiting for you that you won't imagine. What happened? They say, well, you planted a tree in 2021. This tree lived for a thousand years. So for 1000 years, there was fruit that came. There was shade that came. There was wood, whatever else that came from the tree. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. May Allah grant us all goodness. On the day of judgment, the sun will be very close to the people and there will be tremendous heat and people will be dying in their sweat. It is not mentioned that it is a sign of Qiyamah, but it is mentioned that on the day of judgment that will be, some of the scholars have said perhaps the sun will, be, will come closer and closer and closer to the earth. Some have said no, it's only going to happen on the day of judgment. Either way, we are noticing these effects. We know when we go through what the Prophet ﷺ has said to us, Sadaqa Rasulullah ﷺ, it strengthens our iman, our belief. And we begin to realize Islam has the solutions. It's only the ignorance of the Muslims that makes them feel that they don't.